Hi, you are listening to the FounderFit podcast and I'm your host Yash. Did you know globally about 200 million adolescents live with a mental disorder and 40% of them suffer from depression or anxiety? There is something more shocking. Annually, nearly 46,000 adolescents die and suicide is the fifth most prevalent cause of death among this age group. The need to address this is urgent and important. Our guest for this episode, Madhavi, is part of that positive change. Madhavi is the founder of That Meet, a wellness app focused on helping adolescents take care of their mental health. In today's episode, we'll have Madhavi talk about her inspiration to start That Meet, the challenges of being a founder, the need for a stronger support system, and how she takes care of her own well-being. Let's get started. Hi Madhavi, thank you very much for joining us. Can you please share a little bit about yourself? and the inspiration for founding that meet hi yash thank you for having me here i'm madhvi and i'm i'm the ceo and founder of that meet so that meet is an organization working on emotional wellness for uh, teenagers and it's in community as well how i started with so i'm a petroleum engineer i graduated from mit pune and then i worked as a uh, worked in corporates in technical sales in shlambaje and royal dutch shell however as a teenager i myself had be- faced a lot of bullying because of my body weight i was not comfortable about it i uh, suffered a lot of self esteem issues till the time i reached out to a counselor and took some help she really helped me to get, get out of it however cut to 2017 when i was visiting my niece i saw her dealing with the same issues relationship body weight body image what not that made me realize that like me she also has no one to talk to and i became her that mate and that's how the journey started after that i founded a not for profit i worked uh, like on worked on the same idea where i used to do workshops i reached out to 8000 teenagers in 80 schools you know got some insights on how these kids think how the parents think how the teenagers think and based on that I roped in my friend Nishant, who is a who is my tech co-founder as well, uh, to develop a scalable solution, and that's how today's ThatMate has come on. Uh, that's uh, really interesting. Glad that you're able to overcome the problems that you faced early on in life, and uh, it's very inspiring with what you're trying to do with ThatMate. That also, I think, covers what your inspiration for ThatMate was and how you're planning to make an impact. What are your thoughts on mental health? The stigma around mental health and the change that we need to embrace as a society or normalize mental health a lot more yes i mean so mental health i would say mental health is such a stigma you know i think it's often ignored uh, while talking to kids and while working on that made me realize very very small things are also uh, something that we try, try to ignore and then they become a major problem like i have exam jitters people who are scared of giving interviews or you know have problems facing with new challenges the problem starts with i am having exam jitters then i cannot make new friends um this is nothing but social anxiety and if it is ignored at an age of like very early age like teenage uh, it results in uh, you know bigger problems so having uh, said that addressing these very small small problems like i cannot make friends or i cannot stand up in the class and answer a question or um, how to deal with exam stress is something that we want to address at a very early age so that as an adult these kids don't have problem then they suffer from time management or procrastination if you have read this book road less traveled it takes up a case study 
where this lady is always uh, you know is never getting her promotion and the problem lies at that as a teenager she was always procrastinating because of her parents so she learned this habit and in the work also she started doing that and eventually she was never getting promoted when people and people don't know that this is a bigger problem and they may have uh, they will have to struggle they were struggling from the beginning so addressing that at the right age is very 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 important uh, very true i am also a firm believer of uh, exactly what you said i think uh, if something is bothering you if it's a problem it doesn't matter what the size of the problem is uh, you need to get help and very often we see that uh, as like when a kid comes and talks to their parents and be like hey i'm struggling with math i need a little bit help they often say that no just look at your friends they are doing well why are you struggling or they are shut down and that kind of creates a problem so that has two impacts right one uh, like hit on the confidence of the kid two it also discourages them from asking questions opening up about their problems and uh, that's exactly what we need to change if something bothers you if something is a little bit difficult we need to make sure that uh, you get help you are able to talk about it and resolve it at the earliest exactly exactly so why wait for bigger problems to happen if you have cough and cold you get tested with your covid right you don't wait to have those major symptoms so it's similar if you are seeing those small small problems that they are not able to concentrate or they are not the kids are not able to concentrate or they have a problem talking there about their feelings and um, uh, they are not able to share things with you that's that th- those are alarming signals and they should be highlighted and parents should uh, seek help that time because those kids won't understand right uh, so i think yeah like educating kids about mental health has a lot of challenges one uh, a lot of times you need uh, permission or this thing from their guardians or their parents also it's a very stigmatized topic so people might not be very comfortable might not be open they might not even even if they do have problems and they're open to it because of the societal pressure they might not be willing to participate so what are the challenges that you faced in building that made and educating kids like what are the biggest challenges that you faced biggest challenges this age group doesn't know that you know like us i know i have anxiety or you know i have anxiety or you have uh, anger issues but as a kid they won't know that they have this problem that that is the first thing that we are addressing that's why awareness comes first and then self help activities and then counseling so the problem with the kids is to help them understand that this is the problem that they may have yeah i think that is very important uh, a lot of times kids don't understand what they're doing they don't realize what's right what's wrong uh, even it's very true right like when kids are sick they don't realize they are sick they still want to continue to play have fun uh without exactly realizing so exactly that's very true moving on building a startup itself has a lot of resistance like you get a lot of resistance from your family from the folks around you saying that hey you could have got a good paying job why are you leaving such a good paying job and uh, risking everything for a startup also a lot of challenges with mental health and the stigma and everything so what are the challenges that you faced in building a startup in the mental health space Okay so the basic challenge was to convince your family that this is something very important and it needs to be addressed you know they were like i was in royal dutch shell and earning pretty much really really good money people were like why why are you leaving this job and uh, 
this is such a good job so there were many people who came to me and uh, you know and were like why are you leaving the job you don't you have such a good job is this your passion i mean they were just speculating that why am i not doing what i should be doing and uh, but thankfully my mother has always been supportive uh, basically i had earned enough because of the work because of the jobs i had did money was not a something that was uh, keeping me away from you know starting up but i was living in bangalore and i moved to satara my hometown to start it off so that i don't have to pay you know rent just to start saving so it affected my social life it affected my personal life on various levels and being a social person being cut off from all your friends and uh, people you hang you used to hang out with it actually affects your mental health also right i mean uh, you have no one to talk to if you need help or you know entrepreneurship is a lonely journey i and i keep saying this again and again because i feel it all the time you have to keep justifying people all the time that this is something i'm doing or and 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 i'm someone who doesn't care right you know i'm not someone who will explain that why i'm doing and why uh, i like why, what i'm doing because it's my career and um, i know how to deal with it so but while while you start entrepreneurship or you start as an entrepreneur you have to start explaining people that uh, why you are doing and why you left your cushy job and uh, what is the motivation behind it what will you achieve so yeah it's always a struggle it's a daily struggle i would say Uh, so you spoke about support, and uh, obviously, I'm very glad that your mom helped you throughout this, and she was very supportive. How important is it for entrepreneurs, specifically considering the multiple challenges, to have a very strong support system, be it at work, uh, be it at home, be it within friends, or even professional help? Uh, how important is it to have a very good and strong support system? Uh, on personal level i can say that i seek professional help every month and it is not something that is like um, something uh, very uh, difficult to sort out but because uh, as an entrepreneur we go through a lot of stress managing team raising funds uh, uh, managing expectations of the investors so you are dealing with a lot of stress again and again i think last month we were raising funds and uh, like we are actually in the process of raising funds and um i just got you know mouth ulcers and that that is nothing but effect of stress because i have not been getting sleep so these are the repercussions and people may not know that this this also is happening due to you know mental stress or trauma or whatever so support system is very very important of course professional help is something that i look for all the time then uh, from family of course uh, yesterday i got a call from my cousins and they were like okay what is the status i said don't ask i let you know what is the status when i am done with this okay so this is a process which is grilling gruesome um, all those um, dangerous scary words are related to uh, running a startup and uh, friends of course friends help a lot but what what is happening you know um, because you are already stressed with work and friends who do not have startup and have a job they have other set of problems and when you sit down and you discuss you feel that they are not able to understand what you are going through so having a, a support system from the startup uh, circle itself is very important i would say like um, 
people who understand the daily struggle of you know the startups and uh, startup founders because friends who are in job they will only see the uh, flowery image like you know yes you have raised so much funds you have a team you have this and that but they won't understand that what we go through as an entrepreneur on daily basis that only friends who are entrepreneurs will understand so that's the difference so i would say friends have not been really really useful uh, in this phase um apart from you know a couple of drinks and to chill but uh, people who really understand us would be people from the same uh, entrepreneurs uh, entrepreneur circle uh, very true i think you spoke about entrepreneurial circle so are you part of any communities any such groups that uh, provide you such support or backing and yes uh, coming to friends i think yeah like even just having some downtime with them uh, getting your head out of the startup uh, thoughts and yes uh, is i think a good enough uh, out or an outlet for you to re- relax and de-stress but yeah like uh, coming back is there any community that you are a part of that uh, like well Where you can network with more founders, uh, find people that are more understanding or relate to you a lot more. Yeah, yes, I'm part of like two two great communities. One is Acumen, and the other is Rebalance. So I was part of their incubation program. So yeah, I mean it really helps. Like I call them up and I ask them, "This is what I'm struggling with. What do you think? What I should do?" So yeah, it actually helps. Uh, that's really great to hear. and uh, i'm glad that there's a lot of com- communities and in fact you were able to find two communities out there that are able to help you so as an entrepreneur what do you do to take care of your well being like i understand that well personal well being is of paramount importance and uh, considering that there's so little so little time and so many things to do as an entrepreneur how do you take care of your well being what are your go to st- uh, de stressors hobbies yeah so i work out i um... I go for a workout every day. Like I try to find out at least five days a week to work out, and I uh, like from November to January, February. I used to trek every weekend. Yeah, so these are the kind of and and I chill out with my nephew and niece. They are very cool, and they are like my best friends. So I apart from chilling out with my friends, I chill out with them. Like that is the family time that I enjoy. Uh, I don't invest much time on watching Netflix and all. Rather than I'll spend time reading books, and yeah, so I guess workout, spending time with friends and family is something that works out a lot for me. Uh, that's awesome. I think yeah, compared to Netflix, reading books and I would personally, for me, uh, non-screen time activities are significant help. My go-to is uh, doing art. Okay. Uh, I'm also a very big fan of video game, video games, but I'm mindful about when and how much time I'm spending on them because that becomes an endless loop. Like there have been days when I was a little younger where I would spend eight hours, ten hours without food, uh, without eating anything, without drinking anything, and not even realize that I've spent so much time on gaming. So there's a slight challenge when you're trying to de-stress using activities that involve a screen or uh, coming to yes, spending time with your niece and nephew. Uh, I think kids do uh, have that kind of an influence where they are generally carefree. They don't think about anything, and they want you to be in the present. We as adults often tend to dwell in our past, future, uh, and our mind is all over the place. But when it comes to kids, they're more about hey, 
this is the moment i have this is the thing they don't really hold on to things or think about things in the future so much and i think that can be very relieving in terms of the time that you spend with them and plus there are target audience so i can get like ready ready made uh, you know uh, insights on what is working what is not working uh, so yeah it's basically two birds with one stone for you yes uh is there any advice that you would want to give to our fellow listeners uh or entrepreneurs out there in terms of like hey how do you take care of mental health what is the importance of well-being importance of having a strong support system is there anything that you would want to give as an advice to the fellow listeners of the audience yeah about support system i'd also like to tell you that my team is has always been a great support for me my co-founder of course but my co-founder his girlfriend and my teammates i would say have been really a strong support system for me i just forgot to tell you about that yeah for um i think uh, for my fellow entrepreneurs what i would say is try to understand your emotions before it burns out your um mind and energy try to find out that balance that okay like take a break see a counselor it's always good to talk to them because you may not have like depression or something but talking to them always helps right i mean it's just venting out what you are going through so um taking help is always something is very important i would say and um, the other thing that i would like to highlight here is uh take care of your physical health also uh, i have seen in my team like nobody exercises which is like the worst thing so i have to drag everyone and then they fall sick for you know two two weeks or sometimes it affects it affects you at uh, a lot so take care of your physical as well as mental health because if you are not healthy how will you run a team or a company or a billion dollar company whatever it is so you are very important uh, yeah uh, i just have one follow up question to that you've been you've been seeking professional help or you've been going for counseling and therapy and uh, what is your take on the difference between uh, opening up at therapy or talking about your emotions at therapy versus talking about it to your friends family uh, what is the difference that you see and how is that why is it important that you go to a professional help even though you have such a great set of friends uh, a mother who is very supportive i would say that uh, i cannot uh, discuss my daily struggles what i am thinking with my friends right i mean as i said friends in uh, i i seek a lot of help not only from professionals but also from my friends but when i seek help from professionals um the way they help out is extremely different than how your your friends will say are ho jayega you know it will happen just don't worry but when you talk to your a professional they will say why you have to always think that it should happen to you this should thing should not come it's okay to fail it's okay to let it go so that is a major difference and for, for a person like me i have to like be told that it's okay to lose you know um so i i i'm a big fan of serena williams and i have watched her one of the interviews where she says that i take failure very seriously so something i also do that like i take failures very seriously and um, that affects me so while talking to a counselor they because they understand me in and out like my psychology in and out it it has a different impact than when talking to a friend or my mom or other support system i'd say uh very true i think yes the counselor or psychology even uh, from my personal experience they are uh, 
your friends and family often tend to give you advice not with your best interest uh, in it but the one that's going to keep you the most safest or with the least amount of risk but when it comes to a counselor they're giving you more un- unbiased with your best interest even if it means that it's going to be a lot more challenging the journey to recovery or journey to solve a particular problem exactly like i used to say oh i i'm not like this why i'm why i am behaving like this so they are like it's okay <laughs> let it be <laughs> you know we just sometimes forget that yeah we are humans and humans may react like this very true uh, it's been lovely talking to you madhavi and uh, thank you for being a part of this thank you for giving me time and it was fun talking to you let me know if i could be of any help to you next time as well